The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Reports out today in the Irish Independent suggest that RTE will record a deficit in the 2022 annual report, which the Minister already has, but putting the national broadcaster's finances in the red once again. It will, of course, raise the pressure on the government and RTE as the payments controversy in recent weeks has deepened a worsening crisis for the broadcaster with fewer people opting to pay their licence fee. So where does the broadcaster go from here? Is a government bailout inevitable? Joining me, Hugh O'Connell, Deputy Political Editor with the Irish Independent. Hugh, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, uh, the, the figures are there, but not released by the Minister. So what do we know? So, yeah, as you say, the, the annual report was submitted to the Minister uh, and her department at the end of June. Um, usually annual reports are published pretty promptly after that once they're approved by Cabinet. But in, in this case, obviously, with everything that's been going on at RTE, Catherine Martin hasn't had the opportunity to bring the annual report to uh, to, to Cabinet to be approved and, and signed off and, and published. So we're still waiting for the publication of the report and, and there is pressure on the Minister to do so. But we... Uh, understands that um, RT will report a deficit in its annual accounts for last year. We're not entirely sure what that deficit is at this point, but it stands in, sh- in sharp contrast to the previous two years where because of the pandemic shutdowns, um, RT was recording uh, small surpluses, uh, a surplus of about uh, 8 million in 2020 and about 2.4 million in 2021. 20, uh, but prior to that, I think in eight of the previous 11 years, RT was reporting losses every year. So it's very much RT returning to type uh, with the kind of post-pandemic return to, to normality, uh, that that kind of issue they continue to have with TV licence fee revenue mm. um, and the evasion of uh, the TV licence by, by about 50% of households who are uh, who are deemed eligible, uh, or not rather, who, who are deemed uh, uh, that, that they have to pay it, um, that that is continuing to cause a problem. And of course, we know for, that for this year, since the controversy broke uh, at the end of June, that the numbers of people paying their TV licence has dropped substantially on what it was last year, uh, with, with the net result that Orsi is, is said to have lost about 2.7 million um, in the five weeks since the scandal broke. Now, it, it was pointed out that there has been, if you like, a natural decline in uh, licence fee paying, whether it's evasion or whether people are using that loophole that they don't have a television receiving yeah. device because they're watching on something else, uh, you know, a laptop, uh, uh, even just a simple phone. Um, so there is a, nat- a natural erosion just based on the way the licence fee is structured. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, and that's become more and more of a problem, I think, for RT over the last um, over the last five or ten years, really, uh, with the the advent of tablets, with computers, with smart smart TVs. Even um, a lot of people might even own a TV but not have a, a connection to a traditional t- television supplier, um, but just watch the the television through their TV. Um, yeah, but I think that uh, obliges them. Uh, I think that obliges them to have a license. It's the possession of a receiving television set. That I yeah. think is uh, the reason you have to have a license. Whether you just leave it in the corner gathering dust or whether you watch it, yeah. uh, the license uh, applies. But a lot of people would take latitude and say, I am not tuning into an on air signal from well, RTE. That's the point, yeah. Therefore, people would say that they don't watch RTE, they don't consume RTE, so therefore they shouldn't pay the TV license. Um, but as you point out, that, that isn't necessarily a, a coverall. Uh, for for these people to 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 not pay the TV license, but again, I mean, I think look if you look at the figures for um, the the uh, the entire month of July, um, 
and the last week of June, uh, when this controversy uh, erupted, um, you can see, compared to last year, that thousands of households are not uh, renewing their TV license or are not, uh, you know, renewing their their uh, direct debit. That the thirteen, I think it's thirteen euro thirty three cent that goes out of their bank accounts every month to make up the hundred sixty euro for the year. So this is this is a big problem and a growing problem for Kevin Backhurst, who's, who's facing a myriad of problems heading into the autumn. Now, one of the problems is the migration of advertising uh, to online platforms um, and social media platforms. And um, you and the newspaper industry are not immune to that erosion of, of your income. So, so that's one particular problem. And for RTE, another problem, which is the rise of the streamers. And it's interesting against the, the budget that RTE has of uh, a few hundred million uh, to provide two television channels, uh, help for RNG, help for TNG, uh, orchestras, all the rest of the things that they do, that we spend as a population 1.3 billion on the streamers. Yeah, um, look, I mean, th- this is, I suppose, one of the challenges that faces Kevin Backrest is, is, is trying to sort of reorientate Horsey towards being a more agile, probably smaller, I think he's, he said in several interviews, including myself, that he envis- envisages that Horsey will become a smaller organization into the future. And we'll do more, I think, in the online space to target younger audiences. I mean, that's that's a huge problem, I think, for Horsey, um, is the fact that they... Um, they're not necessarily their audiences aren't necessarily the, the audiences that other uh, the streamers, as you say, are attracting those younger audiences and, and how people consume content now. They're not using a traditional TV set anymore, as you say. They're using their phone. They're using YouTube. They're using TikTok, Instagram, and all of these apps. Mm. So um, that's a that's a big challenge, I think, for for RT into the future. And again, it's it's a challenge that they're going to have to face into. It, it seems. With a, with a smaller uh, amount of money uh, available to them. Um, and of course, all of this also comes in the context of sort of a debate around what are we going to do about the TV license into the future because successive governments have, have postponed dealing with the, the TV license fee, the evasion of the TV license fee, despite pleas from RT. We have a report sitting on Catherine Martin's desk since last March uh, that was uh, carried out by an interdepartmental group acting on uh, another report published last year, the Future of Media Commission report, which recommended the licence fee be abolished mm-hmm. and that uh, RT be funded through general taxation. The government rejected that recommendation, set up a working group, that working group reported, and then that report sits on the minister's desk for six months. And she said she's not going to go anywhere yeah. near this issue until RT gets its house in order. Uh, and that's not, it's not clear when that's going to happen. Yeah, because RT have other financial problems coming down the tracks. Uh, the number of people who are employed as contractors who properly, according to employment legislation, uh, should perhaps have been on staff with pension rights and holiday rights and all the other accruals that people who have permanent pensionable jobs uh, get. And um, mm. many of these contractors did not get them. And there are sums outstanding. A settlement has been made with revenue, whether that's interim or overall, I don't know. But um, there's a, a financial hole. Yeah, yeah, go on. I, 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 think it's, I think it's interim. I mean, I think, I think what he disclosed to the media committee during the hearings last month that they had made a settlement, I think, of about 1.2 million with revenue in respect of that issue, but that they'd set aside a, a, an amount which they wouldn't specify, but it is substantial. I think it's, it's in the millions uh, for future settlements with revenue over that issue. So that's another, as you say, it's another financial headache. For and presumably settlements with the people who have been denied 
those yes. those rights. Uh, so we'll see yeah. where that one goes. But that's a big financial headache for RT. We'll see where that uh, ends up. Now, uh, Pat Rabbit was, of course, a Minister for Communications when the funding of RT be, became a, an issue. And there was an opportunity which wasn't grasped by the, the government of the time. Um, when you've got 15% evasion, um, you could actually have offered, by replacing the television licence with a media fee, you could have sold it politically because you could have dropped the price by 15% and <laughs> stayed, you know, um, in fact, not alone would you be uh, even Stephen, you'd actually be better off because you'd catch more people. So they would have increased yeah. revenue while while dropping the price of the licence. They missed that moment and certainly politically uh, the moment is not opportune now. Certainly not. No, um, I, I don't think. I, I mean, but, but you, you have to look at, at at the context of when when Pat Rabbit was minister. And yes, he. I think he proposed a broadcasting levy. Uh, I think I'm not sure if that was the actual uh, name of it, but but it was something in that space that would replace the television license fee. And there was a lot of work done on this. And then he was succeeded by Alex White, um, the former uh, minister for communications. He was succeeded by Alex White in, in 2014. And Alex White dropped the idea. And the reason he did was because of water charges. The government had already, uh, that Fine Gael Labour government had already taken a massive hit politically uh, with the water charges issue. They'd introduced water charges and then, uh, you know, water charges, as we all know, were later scrapped uh, because of how politically contentious they, they proved to be. Um, and in that space, it wasn't seen as politically tenable for mm. the government to be introducing another Although, albeit it would have been a replacement, a replacement for the licence fee, but another sort of levy or tax or charge on households was not seen as politically opportune at the time. So, notwithstanding the fact that the Troika uh, bailout did allow uh, that government to implement a wide uh, range of reforms and, and hike up taxes and levies and charges on on people and households, um, they weren't uh, mindful to, to go near the, the licence fee issue. And of course, the other thing as well is the evasion point is or you've kind of continually argued for revenue to collect the licence fee, uh, but that's something that successive uh, finance ministers have turned their nose against, primarily because revenue have told them we don't want to do it and we don't think we should do it. Yeah. Uh, a final problem for RT is, you know, they have to decide themselves and they won't be able to do it without, I'm sure, gross political interference, uh, what, they, <laughs> what they want to be. I mean, should they simply become a mixture of Sky Sport and Sky News? Uh, rolling news, people could see the value of what they're getting, you know, very comprehensive news coverage, um, you know, a very good news website and so on. Uh, yeah. All the sport that people want and they could say, well, this is what we're paying for. Uh, whereas the other stuff, the arts, um, the orchestras, um, all the other services that uh, many people enjoy, but a lot of people just say, I never watch. Um, they've got to decide what they want to be and how much it's going to cost to be that creature. Yeah, I, I, you're right, they do. Um, but I wouldn't envisage a situation where Orsi would decide, well, we're going to sort all the arts and all the culture and all of the things, all the program making that we do, and we're just going to become a news and sports channel or news and sports channels. Um, I think that's pretty unlikely. Um, but but it is going to have to downsize, and that will mean that certain services I think that Orsi provides right now are not going to be provided in the future. And of course, we know what those services that that may no longer exist are, I mean, because they've been talked about for years. I mean, there's 2FM as, as, has been always been seen as, as, as potentially on the chopping block. Uh, Lyric FM, that came up a couple of years ago as, as potentially for, for the chop. So those sorts of services, I think, are the ones that are going to be looked at again in the context of, of reforms and in the context of, of downsizing. And of course, the other thing, Pat, as well, is the Montrose campus um, 
a prime piece of real estate out there in Donnybrook. Um, you know, Backhurst has put on the table the idea of RT moving out of the, out, out of Montrose altogether, although that would be extremely costly in, in the short to medium term. Uh, but certainly, I but, think but the But that's selling, selling, they sold already half the family silver. Yeah. They sell the rest, yeah. and the cost of reproducing any kind of a studio complex that would house two radio uh, services uh, or three, indeed Lyric is down in Limerick, does it need to be there? Does the studio in Cork need to be there? Does the Belfast yeah. studio need to be there? All of those things which are expensive, but you replicate them in some diminished form somewhere, and technology is cheaper maybe than it was years ago, but still you mightn't have any change after you sell the silver. No, that's true, and and that that is the argument against that. But I but I think you know I I would think it's likely that Orty, notwithstanding the fact that it sold a lot a lot of the land there, some of the land, half the land, I think you said, more of the land could be sold. I think in in the future, I I, I don't think in the medium term Orty or or the long term even that Orty is going to be moving out of Montrose entirely, as you say, because of the cost that arises out of that. But I think the idea of selling off more parcels of land. Uh, with a view to making it, you know, small, having a smaller footprint in that area is something that they would look at to raise a bit of cash. All right. Well, it's a very interesting space that RT finds itself in, a difficult space. But uh, Kevin Backhurst, I suppose, can look at every crisis as an opportunity. Uh, Hugh O'Connell, Deputy Political Editor with the Irish Independent, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.